What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 97, I think, the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. It is episode 97. Yeah. I didn't check. <laughs> you sure do. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it feels like that's officially a number. There you go. Uh, joining me, as always, is Brett. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing? And Jake. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Oh, there we go. Sucky smooth intros. Yeah. Games released, in weeks. Na- games released in 1997, Final Fantasy VII, GoldenEye 007, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Star Fox 64, Jedi Knight Academy or whatever it's called, Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, I'm more curious as to why you're telling me this right now. Well, it's episode, <laughs> it's episode 97. Yeah, but like, there's no context. <laughs> I don't think you did this for the last episode either. No, yeah. we did it for like, 93, like episode 93 and then I'm trying to throw it back in there. Oh, because gotcha. like I'm sitting here going, why is he? <laughs> why did he just <laughs> drop this on us right now? Turok, Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah, that's a classic banger. Turok and Goldeneye came out in the same year. Eh? Wow, I love, I'm still a big fan of Turok. They need to bring it back. I don't even know who owns the like rights to it because it was a claim back in the day. Uh, who does own it now? It's like some no name studio. Turok series, Wikipedia. Let's see. The last release was Turok in 2008. It's been mm-hmm. almost 20. Actually, February 5th. It's been just we just passed the 10 year anniversary. Nice. Uh, originally published Acclaim until they went bankrupt. The series was then developed by Propaganda Games and published by Touchstone Games. Mm-hmm. Touchstone Games doesn't have a Wikipedia article. Oh, they're bought by Disney. Hmm. Oh, so they're definitely making no games now. Disney Interactive Studio. So they're definitely not making yeah. a Turok, that's for sure. Well, they're making nothing. Because, Disney, like, Disney, Disney's, like, super stingy with all that now. Disney Interactive Studio? Well, yeah. they, shut down the, they shut down their little, like, their toy thing or whatever, whatever that mm-hmm. thing was called. Yeah. They shut down a couple things. Uh, but, like, they, uh, yeah, they, they're only, like, they, I, what did they do? I think they just licensed out now. Oh, yeah, Propaganda Games. That, defunct 2011. Yeah. So I wonder who like, owns Turok then. Just like, it's someone owns it. <laughs> if no one owns Turok, then maybe we should uh, put our money together, guys. Get that Patreon going. Want to buy some Turok? Yeah. Yeah, guys, okay. if you get us, start Patreoning us so we can get the Turok license, and then we'll make a, we'll make Turok. I bet you if someone came out with a Turok uh, uh, Kickstarter, it would blow up mm-hmm. just like the. Just like the ukulele one did, or whatever, and the Mighty Number no. Nine, and all that stuff. Like, I bet you a Turok Kickstarter would just would blow up for sure. Possibly, but like, how has there not been like dinosaur guns like future since two thousand eight? Like, there must have been something. There has to be. Yeah, because like that's not like a theme that people would just give up on. <laughs> yeah, because like, because like Ark, but Ark is like. Uh, multiplayer survival it's not really the same thing so i don't know does that mm. does arc have dinosaurs in it yeah yeah you can you oh. can like train them and stuff you can ride them oh okay yeah yeah i think i have arc i haven't i never played it though wasn't there isn't there a dinosaur versus humans game also where it's oh like, yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about 
So there. Yeah, but I don't remember the name of it. So yeah, I googled. I, uh, I googled dinosaur first person shooter game. Turok two thousand eight. Uh, there's a Primal Carnage. That's it. In two thousand fifteen, Primal Carnage yeah. Extinction. Uh, Primal Carnage two thousand twelve, and Jurassic the Hunted two thousand nine. Huh? Okay. Jurassic the Hunted. Yeah. Okay. Primal Primal that Carnage Extinction got has a forty six on Metacritic. So. Oh. <laughs> even though there's a game release, uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I, that's a that's a industry or that's a what's it called? It's Untapped. It's basically what I'm trying. To untapped say. genre, right there. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm making a dinosaur game. You're working Good. on some Unity stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I'm working on something. Speaking of Unity, if you're uh, if you're a developer, animator, or yeah, there's Unity C Sharp developer, 3D artist, Unity animator, Unity developer, and mm-hmm. VR developer. You can go to torontoginos.com slash jobs and uh, and check it out there. Th- three different companies are hired for Unity stuff. So Nice. Nice. And as a reminder, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Check out the site, torontoginos.com, uh, and do all that stuff. Brett. Cool. Yo. You said before we went on air that you, you've been playing lots of games. What games have you been playing? I've uh, gotten back <laughs> to Clash. <laughs> <laughs> And Stardew Valley. Oh, <laughs> just, hey. just playing the same games. <laughs> yep, I've gone back to some classics, as you can tell. Um, well, yeah, I actually, I yeah, I just wanted to go back to some stuff I liked playing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And oh, I was playing. Uh, oh shoot, my friend just released his game. Uh, hold on, what was it called? It's pretty cool. Uh, it's called Battle Camp. Okay. It's on your mobile phones. And it's doing uh, actually quite well with the uh, fans right now. Mm. Uh, what the hell is it called? Hold on. Oh, Hero Hunters. I was totally off. Hero Hunters. He just dropped it like two weeks ago. Um, it's doing it's doing pretty good. Like user, re- re- uh, user ratings are pretty high. So... Uh, yeah, everyone should check that game out, actually. I've been playing it a little bit. It's like, hmm, it's like an on-rails tactical game, so to speak. It's weird. It's cool, though. <clears throat> on on the phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's like, it's, it's a weird combination of things. Cover-based third-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, swap between heroes in real-time turn, uh, team-based combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, PvP. Yeah, it's got Challenge, everything. Man. Challenge your skills against other players in real-time multiplayer PvP, and there's also co-op by the looks of it. Huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Give it a go. Cool. I don't know how dope the music is. Eh. <laughs> it's a mobile game. No one listens to the music in mobile games. Come on. Nope. Nope. That is, that is a fact. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah 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 I'm listening yeah. to that junk <laughs> well i mean it's the interesting sort of feedback loop because half the time the music in mobile games isn't very good because i think we talked about this before but it's not very good because they put no budget towards it because they know no one listens to it and then people yeah. don't listen to it because it's not very good so <laughs> it's a fun time it's the catch 22 mm-hmm. but uh Yes, Steve. I was just going to ask what Jake was going to play, or what he's, he's been playing. playing Stardew Valley, also. 
What? <laughs> Wait, are you, you know what? Probably no. I I probably will eventually. It's it's always sort of been on my on my like list, but I don't, I don't like this response at all. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm I sure I'm sure it's ten out of ten, even though I haven't played it yet. I'm sure, it's up there. You are correct. Okay, good. Um, no, I um I played a couple of uh games recently. I played well. Most recently was um. The beginner's guide i finally got around to playing mm-hmm. um are either of you familiar with this one uh no i've never heard of it it's by the same guy who did the stanley parable oh, okay um, oh i like davy davy something yeah um it's it's different i can't i can't say much about it without spoiler spoiling it but mm-hmm. it's different from the stanley parable in that it tells a bit more of a personal story i guess i could say um and it says some really interesting things kind of like stanley parable about game design and sort of a game's relationship with the creator and also with the player um so it does some really really interesting stuff but it's it's a lot more linear than Mm -hmm. than stanley parable but i think it's still a story that could only be told through video games because to sort of understand uh the story and the and the message it's trying to get across you need to be really well versed in video games like you need to right. understand what it is to be a player and mm-hmm. i think i think a developer playing this game will also see the other side of it cuz have have you played it Brett or do you know much about it nope okay Never played it okay cuz it is it is like a walking simulator but um it is very much like it's a story that only uh gamers and i think game developers would really understand like the full breadth of it and it's like Mm. pretty it's pretty intense towards the end so i hardly recommend it and the music was done by a toronto guy uh ryan roth so sweet yeah so i played that and uh i also played transistor which is the follow-up game to bastion i finally got around to playing that that's cool i liked it it a I liked it a lot more than Bastion, yeah. kind of. I liked the gameplay a lot more than Bastion, but, and I like the the, I like the setting and mm-hmm. and stuff and the music uh, a bit more than Bastion. But the story is sort of it was really difficult for me to grasp. So even like at the very end, I didn't kind of like Bastion. I didn't really get what was going on, but I right. also didn't really feel like I cared because Bastion, at least at the end, I was like. I care about what's happening, even though I don't really get it. But mm-hmm. Transistor, I was like, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to spend another hour, like, ch- choosing different abilities and, like, finding out what works the best. Because that was, like, half of my game was just in menus, like, perfecting my loadout. And it's like, because <laughs> I'm a nerd like that. Mm. But, but That's no, cool. it was, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. So, yeah, so I haven't played Transistor. For some reason, yeah. I just never got around to it. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, I like I like sort of their take on. It's not really turn-based combat. It's like re- you could play it all real time, but then like you can pause and you can sort of line up your abilities, and it all uses like action points basically that you have to wait for them to recharge. So it's 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 got a really cool sort of strategic feel, and it still does that thing where you can adjust the difficulty. Um, like you could in Bastion, where you can activate different things to make it more difficult in different ways. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of customize that experience, which was really fun. 
Um, and it just like looks awesome and it yeah. sounds and it sounds beautiful and the narrator is a lot of fun in this one so yeah i still like bastion yeah it was like a really fun game when i played it back in the day mm-hmm. plus yeah. i always like the narrator in that which i think it's the same guy in uh, transistor i you know what i'm not even sure if it's the same guy because the they sound so much different mm. like super super different but it might be um yeah, now I need uh, to research it. Yeah, look it up. But uh, but yeah. So so that's sort of what I've been playing. Uh, how about right. you, Steve? Uh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> I've only, Imagine that. I've, I've only play, been playing Monster Hunter, uh, which which is like I've got Dragon Ball Fighter Z as well, and mm-hmm. I kind of expected this to happen where I would play it for a few hours and then just realize I'm not really that big of a fighting fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's exactly what happened in Dragon Ball. But Monster Hunter, whew, that game, that is a damn deep game. And there's so much mm-hmm. grinding and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I love the art. I love the monsters. I love the worlds. Like everything. Now that um, we kind of figure out the partying system too. And there's a lot more like optional stuff to do. Like grouping up with friends is a lot easier. Like everything about the game is just so dope. And last night I was playing... Uh, and the world, like the the amount of stuff, like the the world, the amount of monsters, everything just like opened, like doubled basically. And, and people who are Monster Hunter fans will kind of know what I'm talking about. But mm. it, I was just like, I was like, holy shit, there's so much in this game. Um, and I'm about forty. I'm like, four, I think I passed the forty hour mark last night. Wow, jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I there's like there's no end to this thing. Like it just it it just kind of keeps going. It's kind of crazy. Um, and I finally got it out of my system because the last, like, ever since it came out last Friday, I've been wanting to just, like, play it nonstop for, like, six, seven, eight hours. Just get a grind in. Uh, and that finally happened last night when I played until, like, 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> uh, and now I, now that I got that out of my system, I can, like, kind of c- come back to, like, reality and, and, uh, and not just think about it, like, nonstop. Because I'd be at work just, like, thinking about it. Um, but now that I kind of got that eight hour sesh out of my session, out of my mm-hmm. system, I'm good to go. Man, I haven't played a game in a while where it's like stuck in my head, like where you wake up and you're like, oh snap, I got to play. Like it's been a while since I've had one of those. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It, it, like I, cause I wanted to do it last weekend and I just, I mm-hmm. just couldn't. Um, and I, I knew like I had to. I, like it's happened like a few times with a couple other games like yeah Metal Gear Solid 5 and like World of Warcraft back in the day and, and stuff like that like sometimes you just have it on your mind the whole like every waking moment mm-hmm. and until you mm-hmm. kind of just like gr- like grind it a little bit until it starts to get a little boring because around like three o'clock last night I was just like Jesus like I don't want to I, I don't want to play this anymore I need to get to that point so don't get me wrong I'll, so- I'll probably still play it today but Mm-hmm. I'm not. I didn't like. I wasn't like dying to play it when I woke up. I got some some clean around the house done and all that stuff. So, mm. so Steve, remind me. Have you played like a lot of the Monster Hunter series? No, I played. So I played three for maybe like twenty twenty five hours back on Wii, and I played. Uh, I played Monster Hunter four like for not like for five hours, like nothing really. Um, oh, okay, and. Like I only I only ever played it solo because both of those systems have terrible online 
infrastructures. Mm-hmm. Now playing with you know, a friend on Wii or 3DS would just be damn near impossible over online. Uh, so this is, not only is this like the longest I've played one, uh, but it's the first time I've kind of played it with friends or anyone really. Mm. Okay, because because my question was going to be like how because you just said how like huge this game is like compared to the other ones. It's like would it be like like how accessible is it for a new player, someone who's never gone into the series? Uh, I think it's like super like the people that I'm playing with have never played Monster Hunter. That I I had no intention oh, of buying the nice. game because. I, I just knew from past experiences that like none of my friends played Monster Hunter and it's totally a game you play with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to get Dragon Ball Fighter because they came out on the same day. And then my friends told mm-hmm. me that they pre-ordered it or whatever and, and were downloading it. So, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, I guess I got to get it. And it's definitely like, there's definitely a lot of like things going on. I wouldn't be like, I, I had a tutorial last night at like hour 35, like a new system <laughs> kind of came into place and I was like, Jesus Christ. And wow. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like systems and stuff that I don't know that I'm that exist or that I'm doing wrong or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the game is totally uh, not as hardcore to get into as like past past games because like some of the things like in past games, if you if you had, you had to mine, you have like to mine and and pick herbs and all that stuff and catch bugs. You would have like limited. Um, you know, pickaxes and, and bug catching nets and stuff like that. And you would have to kind of go back and make them. And that was like a whole part of it. And they kind of got rid of that just to make it a little more accessible. Um, That's cool. You just kind of always have that stuff. And so they just did lo- like little like quality of life stuff like that, where it's just, it's way easier to kind of get into. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's a deeper thing going on that I, I'm assuming I'm messing up. Uh, so after 40 hours, like, there's still so much left. And apparently, this game actually has, like, is actually, like, in terms of content, is one of the lesser one, uh, lesser amounts for a Monster Hunter game. Oh, okay. The, the 3DS one had, like, double the amount of, like, monsters to hunt, but mm-hmm. there's still a lot here. Like, 40 hours, and I'm nowhere near, like, nowhere near being done. Um, like, I, I imagine, like, I could easily put in another 40 hours before I'm kind of finished the story and kind of got to a good place. You know what I mean? Hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. I hear that they give you like like twelve different weapon types that you can use like right off the bat. Like that's what I've been hearing people talk about is how how much choice they give you for that at the beginning. Yeah, they don't really. They kind of give you like one. Actually, I think they give you a weapon for every type. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there's like a training room area that you can kind of go and see what's you know what's what. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, they they don't kind of ease you into it. They just sort of drop you in. In terms of the weapons, at least they they just kind of drop you in into it. Um, and mostly because like the, the, a lot of them are like very different. It's not like you kind of progress from one weapon type to another weapon type as the game goes mm-hmm. on. It just depends right. on how you want to play. So the stuff they kind of ease you into is like hunting monsters and capturing monsters and and crafting items. Not really the weapon types that you get. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. So, why you use them for weapon? Uh, I got the great yeah. sword. I do the great sword. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you get so I, I'd, I'd probably use a gun. Yeah, I had a, I had like the bow gun stuff, and it's just like mm-hmm. it's a little like boring. Like you kind of just sit back and and just like shoot. Like the monster kind of. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really use it that much, but I found it like not as fun as kind of getting in there and just like mm-hmm. stabbing a dude. Th- that being said, though. 
there's like ammo that's basically just a Gatling gun and it looks so freaking cool when you're like fighting a monster with a sword and then someone just comes up with like a Gatling gun and just like blows them apart. <laughs> so there's some cool shit in, and like grouping up with friends is or anybody really is is the way to play this game. Like playing solo, I don't think I would have played half as long as I did. Probably mm-hmm. why I only played Try and, and Monster Hunter uh, 4 or whatever it was on 3DS for like, mm-hmm. the, like half as much as I played this one. So it's super fun. Mm-hmm. You both should get it. Nah. <laughs> as soon as you said that you're 40 hours in and you feel like you're just scratching the surface, I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. There's as no soon way. As you said, nah, that is, and as soon as you said grinding, I'm like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> not, not interesting. What if I told you the music is really good? I can listen to it outside the game. Yeah. I don't think that really is the only reason why Jake uh, plays games. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, dog, the music in this game is great. You'll you'll love the game. I mean, it's a big it's a big factor, but no, it's just like I do not like, especially right now, I do not want a time sync game. And I it's hard to think of times when I do want a time sync game. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. I'll just go play Dark Souls again. It's, that's shorter. Same game. <laughs> Guys. That's, all I hear. that's all I hear is the Dark Souls of, of monster hunting games. I guess. It's not really hard. Though. I don't know. The game's not really hard, though. No? Uh, not really. There's, like, a couple... It's funny, because, like, everything levels up except for you. You, like, level up your armor, you level up your little cat friend and, and stuff like that. You level mm-hmm. up your research, like, what you know about monsters, but you don't level up. But mm. I've only hit a couple of walls where I'm kind of, like, progressing. And I, and I don't just do the stories, like, as they come. Like, I kind of do... When I, when, I, when I see an armor set that looks cool, I, I kind of hunt that monster to get it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't hit a wall where I, like, played a... Uh, like, it's only happened once where I, I played a monster. And then mm-hmm. I got my ass handed to me, and I was like, okay, I need to go grind and... and like level up my armor and stuff like that. That's only happened once in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything else is kind of just naturally like, Oh, well, I feel like doing these optional quests and, and doing this shit. And, and then by the time I get to the story, like it's, there's challenge there for sure, but it's not like that bad. There's not, mm. there's nothing like those dark, like those dark souls or bloodborne bosses where you just have to like battle, like defeat them like 20 times before you kind of yeah forget what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So, and the platinum for this game will take forever. In fact, there's two trophies that no one has gotten yet, which is kind of crazy. Are you going to be the one that gets it? No, definitely not. Oh, what's the trophy then? Tell us. So what happens is, so you hunt these monsters and there's smaller and larger versions of the monsters. Mm -hmm. So if it's, I think it's like, if it's 15% bigger or smaller than normal, you get a, you get like a silver, uh, silver crown next to mm-hmm. like your research, your like hunting log i guess mm-hmm. and if it's 25% bigger or smaller you get um you get a gold crown and so there's three trophies for each size gain your first crown 10 crowns and then almost all the crowns and gain the first crown is is easy and it's all random so it just mm-hmm. kind of happens i haven't got the small crown yet but i got the large one but the but gain it for 10 like only a hundred or so people have have gone it for that trophy and then gain it for all. Uh, no one has gone it yet, and apparently people are saying like they're just so random and so rare that it could take you like over a thousand hours to get the platinum in this game. You'll get so, it. Sounds like really good trophy design. <laughs> I know, right? 
Yeah. Can't you just have yeah, a, you. can't you just have a dog or something give you out trophies or how Undertale? Yeah. Is? Yeah, see? Toby Fox knew what he was doing. <laughs> I believe in you, Steve. You're the trophy hunter. Oh yeah. Hmm. There's no way I'm gonna No, there's no way I'm gonna get that trophy. Yo, trophy just a couple date nights, right? <laughs> Bang, you got it. Nailed it. Actually, that's been that's been the go-to for Heather and I lately, where she's playing Stardew Valley on Switch, and I'm playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, Hunter now we're talking about a real game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and how's her farm coming out? Let's bring her on the show for a second so we can talk Stardew Valley quickly. She's at work right now. Next episode, she can come on. All right, good. How far is she? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, that's the great husband you are. <laughs> don't even know. Don't even know how good her farm's doing. Yeah, I think she. I think she's. Coming up to year three, like I don't, I don't think she's uh, like super far into it, but yep, yep, way farther than me. I, I didn't even make it out of the second season or whatever. Well, that's sad. If you hear barking, that's my dog. Um, yeah, and if you hear someone eating cookies, that's me. <laughs> I was eating cookies. Say, you're definitely eating something. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm having some really these really dope ass oatmeal chocolate chip cookies I bought. Because I have a tea. You can't really have a tea without some cookies. Jake, so, do you have a tea? Do you, do you have cookies? There are no cookies around me. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always just unimpressed with everything I do, Brett? <laughs> I don't know. I just can't live life properly. Yeah, man. I feel like I need to teach you things. Okay. <laughs> like, you're well, just, you know, like, you're a cool dude, bro. You are. We'll, we'll schedule a couple of sessions. Yeah, because like, how can you have tea without a cookie? Oh, it's just good by itself. To be fair, I'm not I'm not a big tea person, but I don't think I've ever had tea with with cookies. What about tea with biscuits? Oh yeah, now we're talking even more. Man. I might have a biscuit, but a cookie, nah. I usually do the the cookie instead of a biscuit. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's because you're you're. I think you're very Canadian, Brett. And that seems mm. like a, a very Canadian thing to do. Yes, but I do enjoy tea time with some nice biscuits or a cookie. You know, bang. There you go. <laughs> tea time with Brett. <laughs> we should have some tea time with Brett. I think our viewers, would, our listeners would be like, yeah, I, I also like to have a biscuit or a cookie with my tea. Yeah, that's what you do before you turn on the podcast. You, everyone go gets their tea and a cookie yep. and then you have tea time with Brett. That was the message I sent you guys. On WhatsApp, I said I need to get a tea ready. Yeah. So they should know when you're about to listen. Get your tea or coffee ready. Get ready and a cookie. Hey, I'm not a tea a donut fan though. Donut, kind really? Of, like I like to have the donut on its own more than having it with a cookie. Or oh, I see. With, uh, tea. I like the I like the combo of hot chocolate and donut. Hmm, interesting. I think that's a bit sugar overload for me. Yeah, you got to balance out the donut with. with Have you ever dunked the donut in the coffee or tea? I've tried it. I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm not into it either. I've tried it as well. It's like, I, I, like I've tried like the old fashioned because I'm like, how does this actually work? Mm-hmm. Like, is this dope? And it didn't. It wasn't that that dope for me. You tried dunking a donut in old fashioned. An old fashioned donut <laughs> into a coffee or tea. I dunked it. And it just didn't live up to the hype that the elders were telling us, you know. That's Maybe fair. I gotta be older. Maybe I gotta be older, like seventy. It's like an acquired I, taste, like like beer or whatever. Yeah. It's something yeah. you don't like as as a younger person, but as yeah, you, but once as you I gain get wisdom, like sixty, it's probably delicious. All right. Well, we'll check back. Uh, yeah. That'll be uh, episode three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it in the calendar. Check back in like twenty twenty something years. 
Yeah, hopefully we'll be doing hollow deck uh, conversations. <laughs> That'd be sick, actually. Well, it won't be VR, that's for sure. <laughs> Why? Why is that? <laughs> like, has anyone talked about VR lately? No. I mentioned it on this podcast because the lucky VR yeah. people are looking for a Unity developer. Because you're like the only person <laughs> that talks about VR. Uh, just some local gaming events, some moving topics. <laughs> Bonus stage is February 20th. Um, mm-hmm. Jake, are you talking this time? Okay. Uh, probably not, but I'll be there. Okay. Uh, I was going to go, and, and I forgot that I I have... I'm going to the Leafs game that, that night, so I will not be there. Uh, EGLX is March 9th to 11th. Reminder that patrons at the $4 level uh, before February 20th will get a free ticket for the weekend. And uh, the Valve CNIB playtest... Um, it's a company in uh, or a game company in St. Catharines called the Flying or Fallen Squirrel that's doing a play test out uh, February seventeenth next week. So check it out. My dog's barking at something, uh, and I need to go see what it is. So okay, cool. All right. Well, Brett, I'm just gonna I'm gonna you, plug it. Another event: the uh, the it, Fossil Hunters launch is happening mm-hmm. also on the seventeenth at uh, Meltdown, uh, which is like an esports bar on College. So they're gonna do that. They're launching their game, having a party. Nice. Pretty nice. cool. And uh, um, yeah, I was gonna actually pick up Fossil Hunters. It comes out in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make it out to the to the because because yeah. Meltdown's pretty pretty close to my place, so I'll probably That's try cool. and make it out. Um, it out. What do I got? I got Game Dev Drinks is coming up February twenty first. Uh, I think let me just double check that. Yeah, the twenty first, and we have who's coming. Well, I have it somewhere here. Are you still are you still posting these dates on like social media, Brett? Uh, I've been behind on it. Okay. I, I actually I should post it soon, but yeah, we do I, have one I, coming up. Yeah, because I had someone asking about it. Um, or I no, I recommended it to someone because they they live in the area and uh, and I was like, I don't know if they're actually being posted on social media. So yeah, they still happen. They still oh, okay. happen. Uh. I gave access to the guy who's been like helping me run it because I'm not in Hamilton right now. However, right. I will be back in Hamilton soon. Um, geez, I will be back in March. Wow. Yeah, I'm coming back to Hamilton, everybody. Going scoop. home. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the scoop. I'll be back home <laughs> March. It'll be a, actually if I'm home in time, I'll probably be back for that game dev drinks. So that one might be the party one. Get the, I've returned. get the press release going. You should. Um, but yeah, uh, he doesn't seem to update the Facebook posts or the Twitter posts, so I got I to gotta get on top of that. Mm-hmm. But he's been helping me book the thing because I'm not around to talk to people right now. So he's been helping me with that. So yeah, we have a thing coming up. Uh, it's all about... What's this one? This one's actually like a special event. So we got a thing about running your booth in marketing at Comic-Cons or conventions in general with a guy named Don Nugan. Nugan? Oh, yeah, I know Don. Cool. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He'll be coming to town uh, February 21st, Pheasant Plucker. Uh, Go and check it out. That's it for me for hosting, uh, hyping. And then I got my own game that I'm working on right now, so I don't want to hype that yet. Stand up? Wait, stand up. You already know. No, you know what the game is. Farming? 
No. <laughs> oh. Okay. I was thinking of making a farming game. I've, I I probably will make one eventually in my life. But I'm I'm making a fishing game. Oh. Mm. I didn't know that. How yeah. would I know that? I don't know. I thought you were watching, paying attention to me on Twitter. That's where I've been posting my progress. Oh. And it says in one of my posts, next up, fishing. <laughs> But yeah, I'm working on a fishing game. That that's like a another type of game that I really love is fishing games. But uh, yeah, I haven't played one in a while that I've really liked. So I just thought, and actually, that's the funny thing because I've been wanting to make a fishing game for like a long, long time now. And every studio I've gone and worked at, I've pitched a fishing game, <laughs> and it's like, now nah, we're not making a fishing game. And that now I'm just like sitting here going, you know what? I'm gonna make my own damn fishing game and put it up there. <laughs> I've had enough of waiting for doing it for somebody else. So uh, now I'm just uh, trying to figure it out myself. So. Monster, Monster Hunter has a fishing fishing part to it. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. There you go. There you go, Brett. So just, pay, you... just pay like $80 so you could go play the fishing mini game <laughs> in Monster Hunter. No, I'm just going to make my own, guys. Final Fantasy 15, I think, has a fishing mini game. In fact, I there think there's a fishing VR game for Final Fantasy 15. I heard about that. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a standalone game, right? Yeah, Monster of the Deep. Monster nice. of the Deep Final Fantasy XV is a downloadable virtual reality video game for PlayStation VR, developed by public and published by Square Enix. That's mm-hmm. what's going to save VR. Not really. VR-based <laughs> content for uh, oh wait no, well the premise. Monster of <laughs> the Deep, a virtual reality simulation game, takes place within EOS, Earth-like fantasy world that serves as the setting for the 2016 mm-hmm. role-playing game Final Fantasy XV. Nice. The player, yeah. while interacting with main protagonist Noctis and his three companions, take part in fishing in ponds, hunting, and catching various fish. A major goal is catching the monster, a powerful fish which can attack mm-hmm. the player and end the game. As a VR-based experience, like... players have a 360 view of their surroundings. Cool. Well, my fishing game doesn't have any of that right now. It just has a guy walking around the screen. You're not going to get VR in there? Uh, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> has a 60 be, has a 63 no VR support. <laughs> dude it took me like days just to get a character to walk around <laughs> <laughs> all right like i just finally got like diablo point and click walking around in a camera that took me a little bit of time yeah so it's like it's been it's been a uh, geez man it's been interesting <laughs> But, like, I actually like it because I used to code, like, way back in the day. That's, like, something I used to do. And then, like, getting back into it, like, I'm coding some stuff and trying to figure it all out. And it's, like, it just kind of took me back to those days where I was actually trying to code and figure things out. And then, like, when something would break, you're, like, oh, how did this break? And then you figure it out. You're, like, Brett, you're an idiot. Why didn't you notice that there? It just kind of bring me back to being a kid making games again. It was fun. It's been fun so far. So hopefully I can catch fish soon. That's cool. the next next step. Looking forward to your VR game. Um, I'm not doing VR. Anything else we got to hype up? Um, nope. No? Let's go to news. News, news, news. <laughs> news, 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 news. You guys didn't news, swear news. when I was gone, did you, by the way? No, what? we were just talking about game dev drinks and events, and Jake hyped up something called Fossil Hunters, and uh, I think you have the date wrong, because it comes out on the 13th, dog. 
No, the launch party's on the 17th. Well, if it launches early, then why would you have a party after launch? Okay, it's on the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's on the seventeenth. <laughs> I just say how much more you launching, want. I don't know. Ask Fred, the- <laughs> why are you asking me? I'm not running it. <laughs> the game comes out on the thirteenth. Why are you having a launch party four days afterwards? I don't know. I'm Can just I have asking a the question. Party on here. a Tuesday? Yeah, have a launch party on a Tuesday? No, yeah, that's true. Tuesday. You want the Friday, and you can't do the Friday yeah, before. Yeah, you pre-launch. And if you can't have the Friday, why not the Saturday, which is the day that it's on? Oh, there you, you should just have the launch party on the actual launch thing. So, like, when you push the button, it looks cool and stuff, you know. Just but, saying. But PlayStation and X and or no, it's just released on Steam. Steam pushes the button, don't they? they mm-hmm. like, when you actually release on Steam, you can push it, but doesn't Steam still have to, like, kind of actually put it on the store? Uh, I don't know. Like when you release it, I don't know when you release a game. Like, oh uh, no, you like you put it up. Hold on, you put it up, and then like yeah, you get the thing from Steam saying it's gonna go up on this day, and then you just keep sitting there waiting for it to actually be put up. Yeah, there you go. So there's no button to press. Just like there's no button for you to to port it to iOS or whatever the joke was back in the day. So there still is kind of a button. Just... <laughs> News time. <laughs> News. Uh, Far Cry Season Pass, Far Cry 5 Season Pass is announced. Um, cool. And it comes with Amazing. the it comes with the Far Cry 3 Unlimited Edition, or Classic Edition, sorry. Yeah. Which I never played. I never, or No, I played maybe like an hour or two of Far Cry 3 at a friend's house, so I'm actually excited to pick this up. Uh, I liked Far Cry 3. It was fun. It's Assassin's Creed with guns. Yeah. I liked, uh, and so the Season Pass comes with like kind of three expansions, uh, Zombies, Vietnam and Mars. Mm. So they're kind of crazy things. I'm a big fan of zombies, so this spoke to me right away, and I'll be picking it up for sure. The one, the the the, the villain in Far Cry 3 is really good. Isn't he only the villain for half the game? I don't know. I haven't beat the game yet. <clears throat> I kind of got bored with it for some strange reason. It's kind of like that Assassin's Creed vibe where you're just like, oh, I gotta go talk to touch all these waypoints. Do I feel like doing that right now? You know. Yeah. Do I want to climb all these towers right now? Nah. That was the thing with Far Cry 4, for sure, where it's just like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to go to each of these little areas and just, just to mark yeah. it, just to kind of check it off on the map or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of what it was for Far Cry 3 for me, and then I just said, nope, I'm done. But yeah. it was, it's still a fun game. Like, Far Cry 5 is probably going to be pretty dope, so... Comes out March 27th on Xbox One, PlayStation, and PC. Sick. It was also a uh, a trailer for the Guns for Hire that they've been doing. So they're obviously doing a lot of hype up because the game's coming out in like a month and a half. So, mm-hmm. uh, But Ubisoft Toronto is is uh, is one of the studios that's working on it. That's why I keep posting about it. Nice. Uh, number two, co-op mode for Debris is announced. Huh? Debris came out from Moonray Studios last year, I think, right? Yeah, well, like early 2017. Underwater. Or, or late 2017, I mean. Uh, underwater swimming thing. You and a, uh, quote, you and a friend are trapped together, yet somehow alone. Uh, unconventional narrative co-op game set in a surreal frozen seascape developed over three years. This first-person co-op story takes place in a surreal sunken world blocked between ice and rock. Hmm. So the Interesting. Debris Co-op is coming February 26th. There's a trailer on the site. Uh, you can follow them, Debris underscore game. Interesting. And uh, that, I, I pl- did not see that coming. I still remember playing this game. Like, I gamed up drinks, I don't know, what was that, a year and a half ago now? 
Yeah. And it kept crashing. And it kept apologizing. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's totally fine. Uh, and Bleed 2 is out on PlayStation uh, 4 and Xbox One. Sweet. Which I'll be picking up soon. Nice. And I play, and I saw that he the, the same damn trophies, pretty much. So I got to beat the game on the hardest difficulty all in one sitting without dying. And that's never going to happen, so. You can do it, man. No. I already, I already, stopped, I already gave up on Bleed. Trying Dude, to you're the trophy champion. I'm, I'm not, though. Yeah, I'm starting to not. I'm starting to really feel like like there's some conflict here, Steve, because you love the trophies, but you do not want to get the trophies, unless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what is this? I thought you like trophies. I do. You just like, you just like easy trophies. Uh, yeah. yeah. In fact, but, I love easy trophies. But but Steve, but Steve, if but then there's less meaning behind the trophies. That's why Undertale mm-hmm. is so good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To platinum in like five hours, you just play the game for five hours. You only had to beat the game. You could delete the game right after. Yeah, so there you go. Not even yeah. finish it. Yeah. Are you uh, are you picking up Fossil Hunters? Uh, when it comes to PS4, yeah. Uh, this is mostly directed to Jake. All right, fine. Um, probably, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not. Just because I already have like a like a big list of things that I want to play, mm. and so it's it's not at the top of there. But that's why I really want to go to the launch party because I want to actually like get my hands on it because who knows maybe that'll change my mind mm-hmm. but yeah because i want to try it but i don't want to buy it yet i wonder how much it's going to sell for is it on is the page on steam yeah there's no price yet no. oh wait i haven't logged in so maybe that's why Check it out. Uh, i don't see anything on the page but they probably said it yeah i'm gonna have to dig around <clears throat> this is, yeah there's no page for, man I just want a price so I know if I'm going to buy it or not I definitely I'm, I've talked to my buddy about it because we're, we're both thinking about picking it up to play the co-op see yeah. how that goes I just hope there's some uh, farming and some fishing in this game and then <laughs> do you know this game it's just definitely no fishing dude you could probably fish up some bones it's like yeah, takes place like <laughs> alright fine whatever <laughs> what's, what's your what's your what's your price? What what's the price that the the happy price for this game right now? Looking at it, fifteen bucks. Oh, I can see it being fifty. I can see it being. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be like twenty, but there's going to be a Steam launch sale discount or whatever. That seems to it's be. Like I'm just looking at it. It looks like it's this looks like it'd be a solid fifteen. Yeah, I was, I was half expecting you to say five. Nah, this looks like you know. You know, minimum wage has gone up and stuff in Ontario, so we got to pump up the price a little bit. That's true. You know, so I'm thinking fifteen. Fifteen looks decent. I don't see a yeah. I don't see a price, but I gotta I, I gotta imagine fifteen is pretty um pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think I think I I was thinking fifteen, but then you can get a four pack for forty, so you can play the co op at cheaper. That's hmm. what I was thinking. Yeah, that's not bad. Can you do that? Do that's games good. do that? Do they usually bundle? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen other games do do like you get multiple copies for cheaper for playing co-op. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how well they do. I just know that like um, uh, Monaco did it, um, and a couple mm. of other games have as well. So yeah, sure. Um, I got I maybe I. What I'm expecting to happen is that it's $15 in the U.S. and therefore it's going to be like $18 here. But there's going to be 
uh, a disc, like a um, launch sale discount or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. There you Guess go. We'll have to see. Uh, and then I forgot to post this in the chat for you guys, but Limited Run Games is releasing uh, Home on PlayStation 4, and it said Xbox One, and that's not true, but uh, on Vita, physical. So it was a downloaded game before, and um, Limited Run Games did a physical release, and I think it's close to selling out. So if you want that on PS4 or Vita physically, then you got to jump on it now. Nice. Cool. Jump on it. Dun, dun. Houston. All right, just me. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sorry, I think I'm too young for this reference. You know what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm. Ki- I am kidding. Oh my god! I, I believe it. I believe Come it. On. Come on. Come like on. Fil- I'm a filthy millennial, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> you just gotta watch some Fresh Prince <laughs> Bel Air, if anything, just to know. Yeah, that's all really all you need. <laughs> More like the stale Prince of Bella. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, all right, bye, everyone. I've been fired again. <laughs> uh, Brett, Yo. people want to know what you're doing and where, where they can see you doing stuff. Where can they go? Always on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Brett Meester. And you can check out my podcast, uh, Neopolitan Scoop, on SoundCloud. And iTunes and Google Play and all that stuff. That's it. Cool. Jake. Hey, you can find me at Jake Butno everywhere on the internet, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Bandcamp. And you can go listen to my podcast, the Game Music Podcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and everywhere else. Did you do uh, episode two yet? Is episode two out? Or how, no, how? Coming out on Thursday. It's going to be every two weeks. Okay. So Thursday, I've got Peter Chapman of Guacamelee. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Are you, doing, are you doing all Toronto people? or? Nope. Nope. It's everyone. It's everyone. I've got a recording session uh, on Thursday with Jamie Christofferson, who is uh, U.S. based and did Metal Gear Rising. So cool. I'm doing everyone. When do I get to be on the uh, podcast? This you morning? got any music to show off? Yeah. All right. All right. Show me your music and then you can come on the podcast. <laughs> There's a vetting process, bro. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of music, <laughs> I was actually like when I was like working away on this game i'm thinking about trying to actually make my own music for it nice that's gonna be an amazing challenge nice <laughs> but i am thinking about just i because i'm going to make the whole game myself like with no outside interference mm. so i'm like maybe i will just try and make music like it can't be that hard yeah it's not that hard it's not really i know how to play piano and stuff so i can go. pretty much i can do this i know i can do it i'm looking for i believe in you brett yeah, then I'll then I'll be on the podcast about making my own damn music. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. Cool, man. Cool. Brett, you didn't you didn't tweet anything out that seemed tweet of the week tweet of the week worthy. No, I didn't. Sorry. Jake. <laughs> who is I, uh I don't know maybe I'm I'm probably gonna pronounce this incorrectly, but who's Johan Johansson? Oh Johan Johansson. Johan Johansson. Yeah, he uh, he's a film composer. He did uh, he did Sicario, Arrival, uh, Theory of Everything, and he was uh, supposed to do Blade Runner before Hans Zimmer took over. Mm. And uh, yeah, he died yesterday, so that's kind of sad. Um, yeah, tweet of the week. Yeah, 
Tweet summer, of the week. But I'm sure people, <laughs> uh, I'm sure people, uh, it affects other people or whatever. I think I saw someone else tweeting about it too. Oh yeah, he's kind of he was. I mean, he was only like well, no. forty-eight. Yeah, and he like was one of the big up-and-coming like composers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of a yeah, it's kind of sad. But he he did some amazing stuff in his life. So you know, we'll cel- we'll celebrate that. There you go. Uh, and if you want to follow Tronigan does, you can do so anywhere uh, or everywhere on the internet, Twitter, YouTube, the website, Patreon. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Thank you.